That's what I got. Ah, <laughs> oh, let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> dad without the dad production. <laughs> Hey everybody, and welcome to Dad Without a Dad. That is Dad Without a Dad. My name is Jose Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And if you're new to the show, I'm always next to somebody that is soon to be famous and soon to be leaving us. But we still have them, and we love them. <laughs> and that is Andy. Andy, are you ready to be famous? I, I'm ready to be famous, Jose. It's time. It's happened. I've been working out, been doing runs, uh, playing football, not getting a lot of sleep. Totally ready. <laughs> ready for the, the, the high roller lifestyle, right? That's how it's going to work. But we dads, we don't get a sleep at all, right? I mean, if you're a loving, caring parent, you know, you're not going to be able to have a full eight hours like you used to. I would love a full eight hours. At this moment in time, a full eight hours seems like a pipe dream. But I'm hoping that we'll get there. But we'll get on to that. We'll, we'll talk about that. Well, if anybody's new to the program, welcome. Uh, we're basically two dads who didn't have a dad growing up for different reasons. And now we're dads and we're trying to figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. I came Italian even though I'm Guatemalan. Figure it out. <laughs> how to be this good parents now and we're sharing our adventures with you guys so you guys are welcome and andy uh was a little bit busy this week you were in germany right yeah i was in germany i was in hamburg i was seeing a, a games developer uh, a stroke publisher called didelic entertainment um they're awesome lovely bunch of people in hamburg um flew in one day flew out the next day Hardcore, uh, but it's all good. <laughs> and now still working hard. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm back here now. And I'm, I'm having fun. Wait, so is that the Andy way? Because we met, what, three years ago at um, E3. And we, yeah. we've been doing a podcast since. And last year or two years ago, you came back to E3. And I was on the road with Nissan as an MC doing Pride events. And I didn't get to see you, but... You literally did the same thing. You came for a day and went back. I think you you like to sleep in planes. Is that what it is? Kind of. I also like it's it's a way easier thing to talk to my wife about. Like, hey, I'm going out to there, but then I'm coming back the day later. It'll be fine. Whereas if you're, you know, if you have to say, yeah, I'm flying out and then I'll be there for a couple of days and then I'll come back and then it's just a little bit more of a burden. So, yeah, being a team player, team parent, it's all about minimizing the amount of time that I'm over in weird places. And plus, like when you're away on business, like many people are doing this stuff, like it's it's very much a work thing and work doesn't go away when you're when you're traveling. So, you know. I like to minimize that as much as possible. Sleeping on planes, however, is like it's a skill that once you figure out how to do it, it's absolutely amazing. And time dilutes in a very, very special way. Plus, like when you have a kid at home who doesn't sleep that much and someone says to you, you're going to be on a plane for three hours. Can you sleep? You're like, I, I'm already asleep by the time you've told me that. I'm, I'm so excited by this. So, yeah, it works well. 
Wait, so you're one of those lucky bastards that could sleep in the plane? Dude, I can sleep anywhere. Oh, which, at the older I get, is going to get a real problem. <laughs> like, uh, I can sleep wherever, pretty much all the time, uh, and it's uh, it's something that bugs the hell out of my wife, um, because I can go to sleep within ten minutes. It's uh, like brilliant. Um, yeah, it's really really good. It's a good life skill. It's it's something my get my my family gave me. It's the best thing I've inherited. I think. Once again, if you're a new listener, you will find out that Andy's wife and I have a lot of in common. And Andy and my girlfriend or wife has, they have a lot in common because I can't do that, man. And I literally hate you. I wish I could just close my eyes, take a 20 uh, minute nap and be ready because it's one of those things when you're, you're a parent and your kid are going through different situations, whether it's school or they can't sleep. You need that little nap, you know, here and there. I can't. I had to. I could only sleep at night. I could only sleep when it's quiet. And then, and nowadays, my son has been having, like, problems with breathing. We've been literally teaching him how to pick his nose and take out the the mucus or moquitos, how we call it. And uh, I can't, and then my girlfriend's like you. She could sleep anywhere. She could, like, literally right now just be like, all right, hold on. <sighs> Ten minute nap and then. <laughs> That's the good way to do it. I mean, the annoying thing is I can't nap. I need to sleep in, like, chunks. And I actually feel worse if I nap. But, like, again, at least with your son, he's a little bit older, right? Whereas mine's, like, just gone too. So he's constantly regressing and then sleeping through the night and regressing. So, yeah, and at the moment, he's going through the the regression thing again. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit sleepier than usual. And even though we record quite late, I'm still quite sleepy. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get through it, man. We'll get through it. Well, talk about that. How does, what do you mean again? So it's weird. It's like um, we had it over Christmas at the end of December. It seems like whenever he goes through uh, basically some kind of growth spurt or a little bit of an illness or, you know, uh, like fever, um, he'll just regress back. So usually he's brilliant at sleeping through. Like we can pop him down at about, let's say, about seven o'clock in the evening. And then he'll take a while to settle. But by about half seven, quarter to eight, he's, he's sleeping. Um, and then sometimes we're really lucky and he sleeps all the way through to about seven o'clock in the morning. Or if we're unlucky, he'll wake up at like three o'clock or two o'clock in the morning. And then it's just like, right, well, he's awake. He can't sleep. So someone's going to have to be there in him, uh, be there with him. Sorry for like an hour to basically just settle him back down again. And it can take an hour. It can take 30 minutes. It can take two hours. Um, it could be like, he doesn't want you to leave the room. So we have a sofa in his room as well, that we can just have a kip on. And I've done that for two nights in a row. So I am sleepy. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Whereas like, as soon as he's over this fever thing, uh, which is what this has led to over the past, basically over the past four days, he's just, he's had a fever ever. So like, not like crazy fevers, like we've talked about in this podcast, right? Um, just like, you know, he's had a little bit of a temperature, um, and then we give him cow pole and then he settles back down again. Um, so yeah, they, most of the time they're to do with illnesses or some sort of stuff. But like when I say illness, like it's just coughs and colds. It's nothing major. <laughs> you mean the coronavirus? <laughs> yeah, not that, thankfully. Um, wait, so how does, how, so you think everything started because he got a, a little sick and then that ruined everything? I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think he's just like, 
ever since he's gone back to nursery after the after the new year because obviously the christmas break was quite long right it was about an hour long uh, an hour long it was about uh, a That's few way weeks long, long a month long <laughs> and uh ever since he's been back he's just had a different menagerie of colds and coughs and colds but we're getting through it we're i'm hopeful tonight was a good night so yeah it's about 10 to 10 here now so fingers crossed he'll he'll get a pass three well you don't look- ask for a biscuit or whatever you don't look that good, but you haven't shaved either. <laughs> Jesus, I haven't shaved. I haven't shaved. Well, I've been. I've been trying to do what you're doing, man. I've been trying to build up a healthy beard so I can uh, start shilling some shaving products. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and shout out to whoever um, after the podcast came out, um, and we were talking about um, my new, I guess, sponsors, whatever you want to call them. Um, some. I got a, a lot of notifications that people were buying the products. Uh, LibBearded.com, promo code De La Roca. And so shout outs to whoever bought them. So thank you very much for that. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Ah, uh, so Andy, it's funny. If people are listening uh, right now, brand new, they'll discover that if they go back in other shows, parenting has to do about not sleeping, kids getting <laughs> sick all the time. Seems like yeah. your son hasn't changed a little bit. Luckily for me, knock on wood, uh, dun dun, and this one, um, he was really bad the first year, like bad, like sick every other month. And like I always tell people, he just gets better with age. Uh, but it seems like your <laughs> your son just wants to have you next to him all the time. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it, <laughs> but I'm I'm hoping it's just a phase. Like this is the, this is the thing we always talk about, right? Like when you get upset that some behavioral pattern is emerging, and you're like, oh, how long is this going to stick around? Like most of the time, it disappears as quickly as it arrives, right? So I'm hoping that we're just in the middle of a of a tough spell, and then in like next week's podcast or the few podcasts afterwards, I'll be like, oh yeah, that thing. Now we breeze past that. Sleeps through like six till nine o'clock in the morning. It's amazing. I've had too much sleep. <laughs> that would be great. Do you think it's because you're raising a super baby? I mean, your baby's big. <laughs> he's a big baby. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, he's always growing. Um, and he's. I don't know yeah, how, but uh, Andy's uh, son is going to be like, uh, if you're in the United States, a linebacker. And if you're in England, I guess a rugby player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know anything about rugby. Um, but yeah, he'd be a rugby player. They're all muscular and, you know, ready, hot to trot and all that. And, and yeah, this, I think, goes back on, you know, like, one of the things I always tell people is about structure. You know, unfortunately, like when you go on holidays, like you guys call it, or vacations, like we call it, and you disrupt that structure that your son has, mm. it affects him in so many ways, right? Because, like, I always say that right now my son is four and he's going into this transition from becoming, I guess, a little human to a full human. Where yep. next year, well, this year, he's going to go to um, uh, kinder and there's not going to be any more naps and stuff like that. But we've been trying to have this structure for him, for him to have this schedule that he knows that a certain time this happens, a certain time that happens. And we've seen it, you know, time, time again, that when you 
disrupt that structure, something happens within them because you know they're they're brand new. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, yeah. right? They, so if yeah. something, if you give in structure, they know that at a certain time you need to go to sleep, at a certain time you're going to take a shower, at a certain time you're going to eat, and things like that. So. Unfortunately, when you disrupt that little structure that you have, it's kind of hard to, you know, bring it back again. Yeah, it definitely is. And I think like it's it's one of those things where naps suddenly disappear as well or like naps become a lot harder. Um, so putting him down for naps has become difficult as of late. But then again, like a few days we thought it was really hard and then he was totally OK. So it's trying to figure out what is the difference about the behavior like what's the what's the modifier that's changing everything um but most of the time like i say like they're they're growing up so quick between the ages of like two and three or even one and two or whatever um that it's really really hard to change your behavior and expect something different um but what was really cool this week is i got to have him home for an additional day uh so monday i took a day off work um and basically had him with me because he was like a little bit he had a slight temperature and we went to Porchester Castle, which is a local castle near me, and we just walked around, and yeah, it was really nice. So, like, you know, as much as I complain, and as much as I'd love to sleep, like, it's amazing spending time with him. Um, and that was a complete, that was like an absolute freebie. Like, that was me waking up in the morning thinking, oh, I can go, oh, God, oh, I got to do this, and I got to do that. And then <laughs> it was suddenly a case of, oh, wait, my son's not great this morning? That sucks. But at the same time, I'll get to spend some time with him. So I got to have an extended breakfast, got to take him around a local castle. And that was awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's gone. A, and he was kind of better within after a few hours, like spending time with him. Like we gave him some cowpaw again, we took him outside for a run around a bit, and he was happy. Uh, so, yeah, it's crazy. Like these guys have such insane fortitude and fitness. They can rebound off a lot. Is that how your mind talks to you? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like if it's like if it's like boring stuff, right? Like how is it? You must have that, right? You must do like, oh, well, I guess I gotta do this with a paycheck, blah blah blah. Like you must have that. It's not like, yes, I'm going to do work today and it's gonna be great and we're gonna do this and we're gonna hit this objective. No, sometimes, especially on Mondays, man. On Mondays I'm like, I find it so hard to get going. Well, you know me. I don't think my mind talks like that. Either it goes super high or I start cursing all the time. Like, fuck this shit. Fuck. What do I have to do? Fucking. Fuck. Ah, my neighbor. I hit him. Not you, neighbor, by the way. People don't know I record in a one-bedroom studio. And I have neighbors everywhere. So I love my neighbors. Just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, and with us, it's kind of... I don't, don't want to say that we have had trouble sleeping... But I kind of have. Um, I'm overly protected parent, so everything that's happening with my son kind of take it to the limit. I guess that's my anxiety and my OCD and all that shit that we discover I have. And by the way, <laughs> this is therapy for me more than anything. Um, <laughs> so my son has had this problem where he can't breathe at night, so he will be sleeping and then <laughs> and then he's you know moves or switches side and I could hear him like kind of try to breathe and he can't breathe so he will be like <laughs> and then so every time I hear that I wake up and then it takes me like 20 more minutes just to go back to sleep and then so the funny situation that has happened recently is that we're literally being 
good caring parents and teaching him how to pick his nose. <laughs> if you think about it, you <laughs> any parent out there always saying, don't pick your nose. Don't take all your boogers. And we're like the opposite. Like we're like, can you please pick your nose? Go in there. Just check for anything. <laughs> we literally are like to the point like every two hours when I hear him like try to like, you know, he's just playing with his Legos or anything. And I hear, <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, just grab your finger, go in there and look for mojitos. Go and look for burgers. And then he's like, well, no, I don't want to do it. I'm like, just pick your nose, grab your finger. Look, this one, the long finger, put it inside your nose, go really in there. And try to take it out. And then whenever he like takes something out, we're like, yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to put it on you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that was going to be my question. Like, what does he do with them? So he doesn't eat them, right? Oh, they're delicious. You haven't tried them? Oh, no, man. I can't. can't do that. No, I'm Don't kidding. Of course not. <laughs> no, the joke is that uh, we put it on Mama. So we just chased uh, my girlfriend around and tried to put it on her. And then whenever it's a big one, like, man, you should see some some of these things. They're, like, huge, like, super dry. And then at the end, they're all wet. And then we try to put them on, on my girlfriend. So we just run around. And, of course, I always put it on her. And then she starts chasing me around. Or, or whenever, like, there's a big one that is just dry, I kind of make him into a ball and start throwing it at her. So Nice. Yeah. That's nice. good parenting, good by sport. the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad that you told me that, man, because that's something that I'm going to have to prepare for. Like at the moment, removing bogeys is 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 easy peasy. Um, but as they get older and have a stronger resolve, it might get more difficult. Well, he can't breathe at night, and I feel that you know because he has. So what I discover is that my son, um, either he, the right now we're going through a like the weather is dry it's a lot of wind mm. it's cold um and i think last year we talked about how his nose will start bleeding and i think it's because of the same thing that is super dry and i think the the thing that's happening right now is that because of the dryness of the weather his nose gets really dry so the the mucus is not like just going everywhere it just gets stuck yeah. and then at night he cannot breathe and that drives me nuts because i feel bad for him and mm. like a good parent i'm like i want to fix it and then so we have like a humidifier we put those like uh salt water uh, you yeah, know yeah. drops like on his things. nose and stuff like that so we're trying to do all that stuff for him right now but you know we're the best parents so we tell him please pick your nose please take all your burgers <laughs> yesterday my girlfriend was just like don't tell him right now he's eating and i'm like who cares like I just want him to have a good night. Yeah, yeah. That's um. So what works? What have I noticed? Uh, Vicks vapor rub is great. Like obviously that's the thing that that everyone uses for everything. Um. So that's a good thing. Uh. And you can get those humidifiers that like, they've got like Vicks capsules that you kind of put inside them, and it irradiate uh, not irradiates the X. That's definitely bad. Um. But like <laughs> it fills the air with like that Vicks vapor rub kind of stuff. That that can help. Um. But yeah, man, he'll get it. I mean, picking your nose is like, you know, when you're when you're his age or even a little bit older, like picking your nose is like a, a genuine hobby. Um, you can I used keep to going. I used to pick my nose. I still remember this. I always tell you I don't remember shit when I was young. Something happened to me, but 
I do remember that I will always pick my nose and put it on the wall. Like I would just put it and then whoosh, on the wall. What about you? Do you used to eat them? <laughs> what did I used to do? You used to eat them. Uh, I could see that you used to eat them. The thing is, obviously it's a podcast, right? Which is just audio. But my nose is huge. So um, <laughs> picking stuff out of my nose is something that, you know, like I say, it was pretty much a hobby. Um, but yeah, I just used to rub it on stuff, really. It's amazing. Like, as you were describing that, I was like, Man, I need to scratch my nose. I need to need to get stuff away from it. It's it's amazing, isn't it? The human mind. It's crazy. But the more you talk about something, the more you can't have it, stop uh, interacting with it. What is that called? Hypochondriac that you think is happening to you? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, um, I can't remember what I used to do with my bogeys. It's not something I I remember. <laughs> I'm sure if you ask my wife, she would tell you that uh, I still I probably still pick my nose. I think it's okay. We all do it. I mean, why? Yeah. Why would anybody be? Yeah, if you, you see, like, if girl says they don't fart, ah, bullshit, they do fart. And by the way, we were going to be talking about arcades, right? Because yes. you are a. Uh, I'm I'm a big gaming guy, PR person in the video games industry. <laughs> well, what do you think I was going to say? Arcade, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're in the gaming industry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I am. That's that's me. That's what I do. Uh, but like, so that they so here's the thing: how the games industry works, right? So there's like video games that you play at home, and there's the arcade and the amusement industry, which is like so. That's all the way on the right, the arcade industry, and video games that you play at home, like on a PC, console, tablet, whatever, are kind of all the way on the left. So they don't really interact with each other that much. Um, but I still absolutely love arcades. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean they're like two different things? It's still well, then, video games. Not, it's like, it, you know, you, you you go in there and like tomorrow when I take my son, that's why we're bringing this up. I'm yeah. st we're still going to play Ninja Turtles, something that you could play at home. That is true. That is true. But they don't tend to interact as much as they used to, right? So like, I don't know. I remember Capcom like back in the like 90s early 90s used to have a roaring like um arcade trade and they used to bring stuff to arcades uh, that they would port back home onto consoles and there's a, a few other uh, japanese publishers and developers had that as well um but nowadays that doesn't really happen like you know sega will have the sega rally thing but that never makes it onto uh, home consoles um codemasters have got their race driver grid and dirt showdown stuff but that's kind of the, the things that you see in arcades now, they never really make the cross back over. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that I absolutely love arcades. They're brilliant. And they're brilliant for like kids of all ages. They're awesome. So what's your favorite arcade? So Or machine, whatever. Favorite. So all-time favorite would probably be Crazy Taxi. That's awesome. That's, again, something great that a kid can play as well. Um, and they've also got these, I don't know what they might, have them near you jose i think there's like they're they're kind of they're like bowling machines if you like oh yeah yeah where, yeah where they've got like a long ramp and basically you throw the ball up the ramp and then there's no pins in the real world but above the screen uh above the ramp there's a screen and it's got like lots of pins and basically you throw it up uh and 
essentially the the ramp detects where the ball would go if it was a real like bowling thing and it shows you strikes or you know spares or whatever absolutely love those those are great oh i thought you meant the ones that instead of you know you throw a ball like like you say it but it's a circle yeah. and each circle yeah, that, has that, like points ball, i think ah, yeah okay no we don't have those <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're really cool. They're really good. Um, it's pretty much the only arcade machine that um, that my son can use like reliably. Um, but it's good. It's kind of like teamwork. So I throw the ball, and he picks up one of the balls from like the little collector bit at the bottom. It's really cool. Now I think for me it has to be always like either the racing ones, yeah, or like the ones that it's I don't want to say for adults. Like now, like. You know the what is it the beer pong? They have like beer oh, pongs. Yeah. Now it's inc everything could be an arcade. Uh, we like to um, uh, Space Invaders with the big screen, and then and we're talking about this because um, I told you uh, you asked me when can we record and you said Wednesday, and then I'm like oh no I'm going to take my son to um, to the arcades because here at the mall that uh, that I used to work and I used to. <laughs> drive a trackless train for kids yes i used to drive a trackless train for kids ladies and gentlemen and then they have an arcade now there and on wednesdays it's half off and nice and one of the main reasons we're going tomorrow too is because uh my girlfriend had to do this test she's a teacher so she's like i need a couple few hours uh to do this test which turned into like nine hours literally So I'm like, oh, don't worry. Uh, on Sunday, I'll take uh, my son and then we'll go to the mall early so I don't have to deal with people and we'll go have breakfast there. And then that's our routine. We always go have breakfast and then after that, we walk around and after that, we go to the arcades and then we come home. So I'm like, you know, we should do that on Sunday. And then I'm like, but Sundays, they open late. So at 11, everything opens like Every other day, everything opens at 10, and the arcades don't open until 11. So we had to, like, kill one one hour. But this time, we got there, like, around 10.45. We had some uh, breakfast, and we started walking around. And it was literally, like, three minutes until the arcade was supposed to open. And I told my son, uh, I'm like, oh, it's about to open. And he's like, can I go play at the indoor playground? And I'm like, all right, it's going to be, like, four minutes, but why not? Yeah. Let me backtrack and say that this arcade is like the new arcades where like everything is in, on a a card. So you yeah. reload a card now and put money in it and you use that card for or all the arcades. We've been going to that arcade for about, I want to say, two years now. Uh, if you're new to the program, you know that we don't watch TV here much at my house. And we literally don't play too many video games. So we all all we do is listen to music so whenever we go out uh, i try to take him to an arcade or stuff like that for him to be entertained so we've been doing that for two years and uh about six months ago i discovered that the card built up like points we'll always go and just go for the fun you know play mario kart or play racing cars ninja turtles uh yep. beer pong and then i discovered that the card Not only, you know, it's used for fun, but it collects points. And I saw that these people were, like, getting some Hot Wheels. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You could get Hot Wheels here? And then I told my son, hey, you want some Hot Wheels? And then he's like, yeah. 
And then we went to the counter and I'm like, hey, um, can we get some Hot Wheels? He's like, yeah, do you have any points? And I'm like, I don't know, check my card. This is about six months ago. And the guy says, you have 3,000 points. And I'm like, whoa, that's a lot. And he's like, how much? And I'm like, how much are the, the Hot Wheels? And he's like, 100 points. And I'm like, shit, okay. I'm like, let me have two. And then my son got two Hot Wheels. So for the past six months, it has got, it has been to the point where, like, we go and have fun. We play Ninja Turtles, whatever, for like an hour. And then after that, we go to the counter and get a brand new Hot Wheel. Last nice. time we checked, we had about 2,000 points left. So we literally had 20 Hot Wheels, right? And everything, it's always the same process. We wake up early. He watches, like five minutes of TV while we get ready. You know, I give him water. If he wants to have um, oatmeal in the morning, we have oatmeal. Then we pick up all the toys we've been playing. Then uh, he asks for his card. And if he has a pocket on his pants, I give it to him. If not, I'll keep it. So this Sunday was the same thing. He had some oatmeal. He's like, okay, I want to have some sweet bread over there. I'm like, cool. I gave him his card and I thought he put it on his pants. But it was cold, so he put it on his jacket. So he says, can I go play at the playground? I'm like, sure. He goes and he's like, can I take off my shoes? I'm a germaphobe and I'm always like, why do you take off your shoes? All these people <laughs> are going to give us the coronaviruses. And then I'm like, sure. And he takes off his shoes. He starts playing for literally like three minutes, Andy. Three minutes. And I'm like, okay, we had to go. And we're walking towards the 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 arcades and i'm like oh let me just check this jersey we went into the adidas store literally we just went in i saw how much it was got out when we get out my son says i don't know where my card is and i'm like what he's like i lost my card and i'm like what do you mean you lost your card he's like i don't have it and i'm like where'd you had it he's like in my pocket I'm like, how, how can it come out? He's like, well, I put it in my jacket. And I'm like, uh. So we literally went back to the to the indoor playground. Couldn't find it. We web, we backtracked. We went through, like, the steps that we came in. Nothing. We went to the place where we have uh, bread. Nothing. And then we went back and checked at the indoor playground. Nothing. And he starts saying, I left it at the car. I left it at the car. I'm like, all right, so we had to go out to the parking lot. We went to the car, couldn't find it. And I'm like, I'm like, has to be in the playground. We went back. We couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. So we lost 2,000 points. We lost oh, 20 dude, Hot Wheels. And, and I was like, you know what? We're not going to play the arcades today. And he's like, why not? I'm like, well, you have to be a little bit more conscious of where you put your stuff. I'm not mad, yeah. you know, it happened, but today we're not going to. He was kind of sad, and what made me more mad it was that every time we went to the indoor playground, and I, I'm like, hey, look for your card, he would just start playing. And I'm like, <laughs> the, I'm like the weird, dumbass guy with the big beard looking at kids and looking around like, where's this fucker doing? But I'm, yeah. I was just looking at my, for the card. We went, went to the police department and see if they had uh, lost and found. No, so I wasn't really mad. I was just disappointed that he is not going to be able to have those 20 cards that he had. Yeah. You know, it's not like we started going there because I knew I was going to have free shit. No, it's just for having fun. 
But I was like, you're not going to go. And then he's like, he was kind of sad. And hopefully he understood why. And then we went to the park and had pizza. Because <laughs> I <laughs> spoiled this little fool. And then, um, but I did tell him before I went to work on Sunday. I was like, all right, I'd be meaning for you to stay with me a whole day. And then you want to stay with me on Wednesday and we could go to the arcades. And that's when I text you back. I'm like, oh, can we do it on Tuesday? Because I promised my son that I was going to spend the day with him. So I I lose stuff all the time, man. Like all the time. I, I, I So this watch that I have here, uh, I think I've lost this like five times, including like leaving it in uh outside my car in an office parking lot and then going back the next day and expecting it to not be there and then it's there um so what i'm telling you is someone that constantly loses things in in my life um that like what you've tried to like teach your kid is amazing um and you dealt with it in exactly the right way right like you made efforts to try and find it um yeah, it just sucks. I hate losing stuff. Losing stuff is the worst. Um, um, I'm telling you, man, you are such a my girlfriend. Ugh. So, <laughs> and before I start talking shit about my girlfriend, it's okay. They don't listen anymore. So, you guys are listening. So, here's the gossip. <laughs> um, Yeah, she loses everything, bro. I'm like, but you know what? I One thing I, I, I learned in life and this is this is included with work is that everybody's different right everybody's have the good things and the bad things for some reason like i said had to be my ocd my edd hip blah 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 abc whatever i have that i i see everything i remember most things i know exactly what things are I could be having a great conversation with the with you at a restaurant and know exactly what everybody's wearing because I just saw it one time. Understand yeah. how everything works. I could see when somebody's doing something in the kitchen because that's how I am. And I just had to understand that some people are not like me and they lose things over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. So I'll tell, you, I'll tell you another story. So uh, I once left my wallet on a train that was going all the way to Cardiff. So I live in Portsmouth. Cardiff is a four-hour train ride, easy peasy. Lost my wallet, included my driving license in it, had all my cards in it, uh, had had money in it as well, but not a lot because I was a poor student back then. Um, and uh, lost it, applied for a new driver's license, got it. Three weeks later, I get a uh, basically get a because um, uh, I sent them an email going, "Hey, it's a black, it's like it's a black leather wallet." Oh yeah, cool. They look completely unique. One of those doesn't definitely doesn't look like another one. Um, and I sent them an email, and they're like, "There is no way you're getting this wallet back. Like it's gone. Don't worry about it." Um, but I let, registered it, and I left my address, and I told them my name, and I said it's got my driver's license in it. And then about three weeks later, I get a padded envelope in the post everything's in there apart from the cash so like it's just a luck thing um but every time that's happened that made me think shit man i gotta take better care of my stuff 
like I, I, mobile phones as well. It's happened. It's just the worst. I, I've got a million of these stories. They're, they're, they're horrendous. Um, so, yeah. Ah. I'm that telling sucks, you, man. your wife and I, we're like agendas for you guys, right? We're like the reminders. <laughs> Remember, today is February 2nd, and you have a meeting at 3 p.m., and don't forget that you need to take out the trash before the blueberries go bad. <laughs> because I know the expiration date is tomorrow. There's always a little bit of leeway in those expiration dates. You, you don't need to take them as gospel. <laughs> oh, that's another thing that us as parents, uh, and if anybody's listening and they are brand new parents and they're trying to like clean everything that you know falls off on the ground you're going to be at a point where like things fall and you just pick it up and eat it because you understand that your son was outside playing all day take off his shoes that he probably stepped on pee the whole day somewhere in the you know of the bathroom of all the 20 other kids at nursery and then he comes home and gives you a kiss and then he puts his hand in your mouth and you realize <laughs> ah, it's okay if I pick up blueberries off my ground and eat them because you know at the rate we're going somebody's about to have some of the things I like <laughs> <laughs> builds up their immune system it's totally not a bad thing um, yeah but I love arcades arcades are awesome um, more power to them and i wish there was more of them around as well because they're just they're just great places to go and just kill like an hour yeah i mean i love arcades and stuff like that especially because it brings you back to your childhood right now nowadays kids have it easy and they have everything in their in their power whether it's ps4 whether it's xbox or you know what you do which is pc but you know i guess we're trying to here in the De La Roca family, we're trying to, you know, I don't want to say raise them old school because I don't know. We're just stopping the social media and the and the watching TV. So an arcade is a good way to not only interact with the world and also have some fun with video games and stuff like that. And especially like it's funny that I keep meeting people that there are like gamers and people like that and i just keep meeting people and you know making friends with people like you that you know are in the gaming industry releasing games and stuff like that which i just saw that you just released a game right or something like that, like a dating game yeah so it's coming out on valentine's day so it's a game called table manners um which is out exclusively on pc um with basically like we're, we're giving away codes uh so if you hit me up on on twitter uh at gaming goodness uh which is uh at g-a-m-i-n-g-g-o-o-d-n-e-s-s uh and then yeah uh you can learn all about the game um it's basically it's a dating simulator kind of but it's like it's super super tongue-in-cheek and you're like a disembodied hand that interacts with with whoever you're taking out on a date and it's got like an app in there that's a bit like tinder but not really um so yeah it's it's cool this thing is man like there are so many different sorts of games out there all the time like it's really really difficult to get any game like particular attention anymore um but yeah there's always fantastic games out there oh if you're single this valentine's day we got your answer yeah go and say hi games. To, go and say hi to andy at uh, at gaming goodness, all one word. At gaming goodness, 
And he's not looking for a partner. He's just looking for you to have fun in that brand new dating app. Is that exactly. app or a game? It's definitely a game. It's definitely a game. Uh, but there is an app within the game. Um, so it's all procedurally generated. It's it's quite cool. Well, check you out. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey. Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break beat. Uh. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. I guess this is a double intro because Andy is about to become famous and he's about to leave us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. No one else will have me, man. <laughs> But we have a little segment called Andy's Jokes, and the, wor- and the way that this works is that Andy tells us a joke. It could be a good joke. It could be a bad joke. And it's up to you to judge whether it's a good joke or a bad joke. And you could be part of this wonderful segment, which is Andy's Jokes, by sending us an email. Hello at josedadarroca.com. Hello at josedadarroca.com. And ladies and gentlemen, here is the soon-to-be-famous Andy with Andy's Jokes. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we got one joke this week. It's going to be a good one. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll say how I'm going to be famous soon. But uh, until then, a joke for you. <clears throat> you ready, Jose? I am always ready. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> what do you tell someone who is addicted to seaweed? That is, what do you tell someone who is addicted to seaweed? I'm trying to kill it. <laughs> I don't know. What do you tell somebody that is addicted to seaweed? You tell them to see. Uh, hell, ah, oh, goddammit, I screwed it. Uh, <laughs> you tell them to seek, oh, seek help. Seek help. Because kelp is another name for seaweed. Seek help. <laughs> you killed it. You, you, you completely you psyched me out, man. You totally worked. Uh, yeah. We'll have a new one for next week. That one comes care of uh, someone told me that joke uh, about three days ago. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Richard, if you're listening, thank you for the dad joke. I'm sorry that I butchered it. But yeah, what do you tell someone who is addicted to seaweed? You say, seek help. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense anyways. It does, dude. It does. So basically, kelp is like a, it's another word for, you know, seaweed, basically. No, I mean it's funny now that I've explained it, right? I mean that that makes it way better. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All those brand new listeners, now you know why we need help and why you guys should be a part of Andy's jokes. All you gotta do is send us an email, hello at josedadarroca.com, hello at josedadarroca.com. One, we're looking for new jokes. Two, we're looking at <laughs> sponsor. Because guess what? If you want to continue to hear these wonderful jokes, you could be a part of it. And if you want to 
Andy to stop telling these wonderful jokes. You could be a sponsor and send us some money, and Andy will stop telling these wonderful, amazing jokes. Yay. <laughs> Imagine if somebody pays us all this money, which is going to be like, and this is Andy with Andy's jokes. And then we say, and this is brought you by, you know, Andy's not going to tell any jokes. Shh, Andy, there you go. <laughs> no more jokes. <laughs> Uh, so, are we going to tell why? Pe- why are you going to be famous? Yeah, I was thinking that we should. So, uh, tomorrow I'm going to appear on BBC Radio Solent. Uh, they've asked me to come on to talk about podcasting, um, which is going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be live. It's going to be about eight o'clock local time. Yeah, I've never been on the radio before. Done live interviews on streams and things like that. So, yeah, it's going to be quite interesting to see how it goes yeah so you gave me this surprise yesterday and then you're like guess what um i'm gonna become famous <laughs> <laughs> that's totally not what i said <laughs> i said this seems weird <laughs> uh and no you know you know it's funny because i was thinking i'm like i hope andy always you know realizes that i'm just fucking with them that i'm never because you know talk shit um but yeah you uh you said hey they reached out to me and they said that they wanted to talk about podcasting and our subject, which is dad without dads, you know, and then we didn't have dads growing up and they seemed to like the topic. I don't know if we make merit of the topic, but you know, we're trying. Um, but that was a very interesting thing that happened because they reached out to you saying that they found you. And I was like, that's pretty cool because we're, that's basically what we're trying to do. We're trying to, put the word out there that whether you had a dad or had a dad that was never present, that doesn't mean that you will become that person. And whether you're, if your dad was never around and you didn't know or you don't know how to be a dad now that you're a dad, that you're not alone, that, you know, basically Andy and I, we had different reasons, right? My dad was never yeah. around and, um, and I could, either become him or be the opposite and become like always there and try to be a good responsible parent you know and that's my goal my number one goal in life and your dad passed away unfortunately when you were younger and you know even though he was never around that doesn't mean that you don't have the foundation to become a a good dad and it's interesting that we're talking about this subject because you know oh i was reading an email that our friend will broke us uh sent us just to see what good shows we had out there because you needed to take a clip to this wonderful interview that you're about to do and become famous from and then um so but i was going through some some of our topics and they're very interesting we talk about everything related to whether it's parenting or arcades video games we talk about things specific like our kids going to the restroom potty training stuff like that so it's one of those things that even though sometimes we don't talk about specifically being a dad without a dad we actually do because i actually shot a commercial uh last week and somebody asked me so what do you do and then i said i have five jobs and then they say, wow, that's a lot. So what exactly do you do? And then out of nowhere, I said, well, I am a dad. That's my number one job. And then everything else comes after. And they were like, oh, that's a really wonderful answer. 
And basically, that's what it comes down to be. Everybody's yeah. different. Everybody has to have their own opinion about stuff. And we're not here to tell you what to do with your kids. We're not here to tell you this is the law and this is how you should do it. We're just trying to share what we do and whether it works with us or not. And I always say that I'm a dad number one. Everything comes after because at the end of the day, that's that's me at the moment. As long as my son is healthy, has a roof over his head, and he's fed and smiling like he's always are, I'm a happy camper. And yes, I want to be better. And yes, I want more. Because unfortunately, we live paycheck to paycheck. And I want my son to have all the stuff I never had. I want to have a house for him to have a separate room. I want him to have his own bed. I want him to go to a good school. I want him to us to live in a good place. Not because I'm better than anybody, but I want him to have a better education because that's how the system works. So mm-hmm. hopefully if you're listening because of the interview after um, Andy became famous, uh, you understand that we're here just to share, you know, our feelings, how we are dads at dads and that's an amazing thing that happened for you you know and i'm very happy because you know not only you're a great person you're a good dad and you know now you're gonna become famous (laughs) (laughs) thanks man i mean uh, it's just echoing what you said like uh i i for me i'm looking forward to if my son ever is fortunate enough to to meet someone and, and has an opportunity to have a kid um i'm looking forward to playing all these episodes for him like we've got like what this is our 56th i think right Eight. yeah 58 jeez louise um so yeah we've we've got loads of content to go through and i think you're right like even though we don't necessarily sit down and go this week we're going to tackle weaning or dummies or pacifiers or whatever like the the parental stories are kind of sandwiched in us just catching up and have a chat um and i think for you and for me it's just a way of just you know not necessarily venting, but just talking about things in a in a place where there's no judgment and, you know, that hopefully people can, and even if it's just other aspiring dads or people who are dads or people who are parents, regardless, just can listen and just and kind of empathize um, and, and maybe, you know, take on board what we say or not. Like there could be times when we're completely off base. So, yeah, uh, like we all say, we're not doctors. We're just people here just sharing knowledge and sharing stories, really. We're just two dads that have a lot in common and don't look anything like it. And <laughs> now let me ask you this. Like now that you said that you never been interviewing radio, I actually was thinking about this. Do you feel different that this time that you're being interviewed because you work for many companies and you talk about video games, but you really go and have a lot of interviews, but you really talking about somebody else you're talking about something else this time Mm. you're going to be interview about you who is andy why is andy doing this podcast and why and what is andy going to bring out of us by doing this podcast basically right do you feel weird that now you literally going go in there and talk about you well i didn't until you mentioned it um no i think it's it's easy to talk about video games because something that i'd like i've lived and breathed since i was like eight years old or whatever right um and whenever i've been interviewed it's always been about that it's always been about either 
a game or a product or a service or whatever. So, you know, I think in this case, it's the podcast that we both put together, right? Um, you know, uh, and talking about that is going to be, should be relatively simple because um, we've, you know, we've done this so many episodes at this point. Uh, I love doing stuff with you, Jose, because you're just you're just a laugh and you're someone that's completely different to, to you know, to other people that I talk to. But I think it's what we always talk about, right? Which is like, even though we come from completely different places and, and, and we have different backgrounds, like ultimately, you know, the, the parental stories that we tell about raising our sons, like it's pretty much the same. Like it's different places for sure, but it's mainly just talking about the same sort of stories. So yeah, uh, I don't know how tomorrow is going to go. I think it's going to be quite fun. Um, and then, you know, hopefully we'll be able to, be able to source a clip for it for next week's show and uh and we can have a chat about it and, and now i got everything wrong <laughs> <laughs> well i'm definitely recording you so yeah cool <laughs> <laughs> before we go we forgot to say a shout out to our sponsor last weekend so we want to give them a big shout out this week by saying that go check out doggy locks and that is d-o-g-g-e uh, I-L-O-C-K, that is Doggy Locks, because they're our sponsor, guys. They're actually our sponsor. And so go and say hi to them. That is doggylocks.co.uk. And if you live in the cities of... Winchester, uh, Portsmouth, Southampton, Fareham, Porchester, basically anywhere in the Hampshire area, um, and you need a dog groomed and a cat or a cat, uh, my sister will be able to hook you up. Yeah, she's not only your sister, but she's our sponsors. And if yep. you like this podcast and if you want us to keep going, go say hi. Even though, you know, you may not have a pet or anything, just go and say hi to their Instagram. That is Doggy Dogs or uh, their Facebook Doggy Dogs. Just say, hey, I heard this weird, you know, upside down Chia Pet Face guy with a high voice talk about you. I just want to give you a shout out. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep grooming those dogs and locking those prizes. Ah. <laughs> Nailed it. And also, we want to give this time. I didn't want to ask you first because I actually want to give a big shout out to all of our listeners. You know, it's incredible that now Andy's going to be able to talk about uh, this podcast on terrestrial radio and hopefully bring new listeners. But I want to give a big shout out to the listeners who, you know, have stuck with us. You know, like. We started big because, you know, it's a brand new thing and we put everything out there. And like anything, we had a drop, but we have had a consistent, you know, fans, listeners. So we want to give a shout out to all of those who have stuck with us. And especially through our first 25 episodes that we still were trying to figure out what we were doing. Now we know that we just don't know anything and then we just have fun with it. <laughs> so I personally want to say thank you to you for listening every week. Thank you very much. We do it for you guys. And without you guys, we wouldn't be here. So go check out Doggy Locks. That is D-O-G-G-I-L-O-C-K. Andy, the floor is yours. Just want to say a shout out to family, everyone that listens to the show my wife uh, and my son, who's awesome. Uh, and, you know, yourself as well, Jose, because you, you help keep me sane. I really appreciate that. <laughs> shout out to your family. Shout out to your wife. Shout out to your son. Shout out to your mom. You know, I, th I saw her on, on Facebook sometime. You know, shout out to her. Hello, mom. 
I hope you're liking my book. Oh, by the way, I wrote a book. We forgot to say that. You know, to all those new listeners, I know you probably already turned off this and not listening anymore, but I wrote a book, and the book is called How to Be a Dad Without a Dad, available on Amazon. All you got to do is search for Jose de la Roca. If not, all you got to do is go check out my website, josedelarroca.com. That is josedelarroca.com. Before we go, Andy, do you have any shout-outs that you want to say over there in Germany, your, your peeps, anything like that? Uh, no, not really, man. Just thank you to everyone that continues to listen. We really appreciate it. Any feedback you've got, you know, just hit us up, uh, hit Jose up or hit myself up on Twitter. Uh, and then, yeah, we we'll look forward to, you know, you joining us on this journey. I think Andy already fell asleep. Where's your Twitter account? <laughs> it's uh, at Game of Goodness, which is at uh, G-A-M-I-N-G-G-O-O-D-N-E-S-S. <laughs> You can find Andy at uh, at Gaming Goodness on Twitter. <laughs> Andy is ready to go home, meaning second floor and fall asleep. <laughs> if you're a brand new listener and you're still here, shout out to you. I want to give a shout out to my wonderful wife slash girlfriend because we're not married, but it's easy to say a wife. Big shout out to my son. Son, I love you. Hopefully one day you listen to this and be like, yeah, he was still crazy, that motherfucker. <laughs> shout outs to everybody. Until next time, you can follow me at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And remember, guys, your kids are wonderful just the way they are. But they're also a representation of how you raise them. Until next time, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. We will see if Famous Andy's still with us next week. But I will see what happens after that great interview on BBC Radio. I wonder what Andy's going to say. I wonder if he's going to talk about how he doesn't like 